Welcome back to Experts in Netherlands. I hope you had the chance to digest all the insights from part one. Now, in part two, we are diving even deeper with Charlotte, professional career coach, and Skyla, behavioral neuroscientist, into the world of job hunting in the Netherlands. Without further ado, let's pick up where we left off. And that becomes incredibly important when you're an expat because you have your own, from your own culture, your natural way of, you know, feeling, oh, this is how I Doing should things. approach this interview or, or this is how I should write this letter, or, um, whatever the case may be, but you're not really understanding how you look to the other person. Um, I, I remember, do you remember that one um, client that we had, American client? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think was, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> looking, looking for work in, in academia, yeah. like I was, yeah. um, and we were working with him, and he kind of explained his approach that he had been using to go into interviews, uh, which was um, to be very, how would you put it? Humble. Um, very humble and... And yeah, overly humble. It's bit, more than humble. Yeah. Yeah, like deferential. Yeah. Like he I'll would, do anything. Yeah. He would okay, go into these interviews, say, Oh, hello, Dr. So and so. It's so nice to meet you. I'm honored to be in your presence. Okay. I want this job oh. so badly. <laughs> I'll work, I'll I'll work so hard. Which it's all of all of that's cringing. a very American approach. And Charlotte's immediate response was, Oh God, don't do that. <laughs> So this is the difficulty and the... This is the difficulty, yes. Yeah. Something in America is completely normal and everybody... Right. You might have also received it as a suggestion to do so. Yes. So yeah, from another expat maybe, but not right. from a Dutch person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So he thought he was being very respectful yeah. and, and increasing his chances of being seen. But really what he was doing is putting all of these people off. Yeah. Um, and just because of those tiny cultural shifts, it makes such wow. a huge difference in being able to get seen. It does. That's what I said earlier on. Um, Dutch work culture and, and actually the way we, we, uh, we communicate with each other, um, we are very low in hierarchy. So we, uh, we want to meet each other eye to eye and that's what we do. So if I go for a job interview, I'm also there to ask or to test whether I will, you will be a right fit for me. When you say you and me, you said if you employer will be a right fit for me, yes. employee. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Equally important. Yes. And of course I want a job because otherwise I wouldn't have applied for it. But if, if this is an organiza organization, I'm just not going to feel okay. And then it's like, then there is a chance that I'll just say no, especially in this job market where we have uh, there's, uh, what is it again? I think 122 or 127 jobs for every hundred people who are looking for work. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. there are many more jobs out there than there are people looking for work. So, I mean, it is a, a fantastic job market for people who are looking to go and, and, and find a job, but it's things like that, small things like the word that came to mind to me was begging and you don't beg for <laughs> I a see. job. Especially if there are more jobs than people. Yes. Then yeah. And if I were a recruiter, I would want to see that you're a professional. And that I, as a recruiter, need you, not that you need yes. me somehow. Yes. If it is possible to give, we understand that we yes. both need each other, but... Yes, if I'm here and you're coming, and you, Mark, are going to, you're applying for a job, um, I want to know that you are a professional, that you're good at your job, 
that I, uh, of course, you're, you're going to have to learn things. I mean, that's mm -hmm. normal. That's what I'm assuming. But I hope that you're going to be capable to do that quickly. I'd, l I'd love to see you being a fit for the team. But in order to be a fit for the team, you have to meet the team eye to eye. So you have to meet me eye to eye as well. I remember you, Skyla, telling me that in the US, it's very common for uh, people to call you Dr. Herod. Yes, every day. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the, I mean, I went to university and I don't think, I don't remember calling any of my teachers doctor or professor or whatever. They have a first name and that will do. <laughs> <laughs> and we say, I didn't go to six years of medical school to <laughs> To be called uh, yeah, Skyla, but yeah. see, th th and that's that's a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so the the low hierarchy we, that we have also translates in how do we approach a job interview, uh, but also like like it, it seeps into how do you write your letter, uh, because you do not beg, you mm -hmm. you tell them, I'd love to work for your organization because there's. Uh, there's something in there that, that that really feels like I want to contribute to, or I think you're doing a good thing. I can help you accomplishing this because of my professional background, and this is how I can help you. And you give an example of things you've done or whatever. That's what you can use as a build-up in your letter of motivation, which is a one-page letter. Ariel, 10. <laughs> I was about to ask. 11. <laughs> Um, and yes, with white spaces and, um, okay. so it's, 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 it's short to the point, no, what do you call that? Sugar coating, fluff. fluff, just to the point, short, respectful, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the pieces of feedback that I received when I was sending out my 11 page CV, um, was that <laughs> it was this was before you ever met me. I, I, yes, I'm aware. Um, I'm better now. I'm much better. <laughs> she fixed me, y'all. Um, no, but one of the pieces of feedback that I got was that um, my CV was too full of things that they didn't ask for. Um, and that, to me, was also a fascinating cultural difference because in the U.S., if you – and lots of other countries. I mean, I've taught and worked in Hungary and Guatemala and Japan and all or sorts of places. But um, when <laughs> in America, if you are applying for, let's say, a teaching position in academia, and you also have skills as a researcher, as a mentor, as a author, um, you would include those in your CV as kind of a bonus right? Like, I, see. I know that I'm applying for this teaching gig, just like these other 10 people. But if you hire me, you also get researcher, mentor, etc. Yeah. And some of the feedback that I got here was not to do that at all, but rather to create different CVs. And I'm wondering, is, is that maybe an easier strategy to try and curate these shorter CVs, you know? Um, you always adjust your CV to the uh, to the vacancy, like so. Yes, you do that. I, I haven't seen your eleven pager. So how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Not eleven pages. <laughs> Not eleven pages. <laughs> However, last week I got a question: If I was to do this, wouldn't that hurt my career? If I would take this new job, uh, which is in a different direction or a slightly different direction, and in some countries it would, but in the Netherlands it wouldn't. And that is a difference from uh, in, within academia. I think uh, academia is a pretty straight 
path, but most careers outside of academia are more bendy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curved. yeah. I, I see mean, what you mean. Which is also a way to build extra skills and skill sets. Mm -hmm. So, so I think your your feedback came mostly from academia, uh, but I wouldn't mind at all having hmm. more skills in a CV. Um, but I don't know how you describe them. Uh, as long like, as you don't make it really long, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be to the point. Yes. At, at the beginning, I didn't know really how things work, and I, I had to try it out. But I also received the feedback. Try for the jobs that you really like, right? Yeah. Okay, so it sounds natural. But putting in practice all of these suggestions that we are talking about that are not part of your culture, it's not really natural. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, mm -hmm. you're going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So suggestion that I give to my friends, and I don't know if it is okay <laughs> to do, but I still suggest it. I would but like I to know your opinion. Anyway. <laughs> is actually the beginning to apply to jobs that you don't want. I think that's a very good suggestion. Yes, practice. <laughs> yes. But I'm worried that it's, theoretically you shouldn't do it because you're wasting the time of the person. Mm. Yeah, it's a kind of a moral thing. You first have you know? to try and get invited. So if you wait for that one job, that one vacancy, and you don't get it, how do you know what you've done wrong? Yeah. All you Absolutely. can do then is, and that, this is something most people don't do, and, and definitely a lot of expats don't do, is if you get rejected, or if you, if you like, or even if you're let, if you get a, a, an email saying, "Hi, we didn't select you. Sorry," uh, ask for feedback. Mm. Yeah. Ask them. Can you please tell me um, why I didn't get invited? Because I really thought I might be a match. I've suggested this, mm -hmm. and some friend of mine did it. Yeah. But sometimes they receive some really generic answers. Yeah, I know. Like horrible. Yeah, you're not. Somebody else was better fitted for the job. Something like this. Yes. Yeah. yeah, or you you're not a, a fit for the team. Yeah, I think that personally, I think that's disrespectful because you put time and effort into this. You put time and effort into creating your CV, into uh, to uh, a letter of motivation, all that kind of thing. Um, unless they get a hundred replies, which they don't generally in this job market. Hmm. And um, I really feel, and not everybody asks for feedback, I feel they, they should give you proper feedback. And proper feedback can be two sentences, like, but personal. No, we reject you because we think, we feel you would be better suited for a position like such and such. Yeah. I, I heard also um, people that really appreciated when the HR or the manager even called back them and said, uh, as you saw in the email, you're not accepted, but I want to take five minutes to explain mm -hmm. you yes. why. Mm -hmm. And people were like, fantastic. Brilliant. Now I know. Yeah. Okay. That's something that would never happen in the States, yeah. by the way. I, also, love, I think it's super helpful. I th um, that's the way it should be. I really yeah. feel that's really how I feel it should be. Also, uh, a lot of vacancies, they, um, they mention uh, either an email address or a person to call uh, for more information mm. about the, the vacancy. Call That's before a good you one. write a letter. Call, call over email. Yes. This is a one of those many cultural nuance yeah. things that will get you so much further in the Netherlands. And what do you ask? I call and I Hi. say. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, you have this vacancy and I'm really interested. I'm not, I mean, I, this is the way I interpreted this job. Am I right? 
Okay, so you start asking some questions about the I position to, yeah, that you're interested in. You ask something about <laughs> your position, yes. And um, because then you know whether if you're, if the way you, you think uh, the person they're looking for is a match or not. And then you can ask something about the team or the way they work or the, like have a couple of questions ready. But I mean, a, a good entry point is starting to explain what you think the job is. And just test that. Yeah, but whatever you do, call. And then that's a good one. I feel um, I felt a little bit shy to do it. I saw sometimes oh, I the number. That. Many expats do, yeah. especially, especially with the language. Especially with the language. But if the language is a problem, then just send them an email and say, "Hey, my Dutch is not good enough. Uh, I hope you don't mind if we can." But I'm really interested in this job. Uh, do you, would you have some time for me on between such and such hours on such and such day? Uh, and please, can we do this in English? Ask, 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 yes. ask, ask. And it, th now that you mentioned out. it, now yes. that you mentioned it, it came to my mind that that's exactly how it worked out for me, the job I'm currently am. It was a Dutch job and I said an email, I sent an email, hey, I'm really interested. Um, this is my CV, but I can I apply in English? I didn't even send the yeah. CV. I said, can I apply in English? Because I saw the position. And then they called me. The day after they called me, they said, you know, that specific position, not, but we have... A really similar one Brilliant. that you would be a, the perfect the fit. Okay, so be. Yeah. this reminds me, circling back to Marinas, does she also do this? To call, you mean? Yeah, or to pursue jobs that she may not tick all the boxes for, because yeah. this is something oh, yes. that we see with our clients a lot. Especially women. Our female clients, mm -hmm. that it is. Um, it seems much easier for a man to look at um, now this a is, list of requirements. Yeah. <laughs> a list of requirements and saying, okay, I check six out of 10 of those. No problem. I got the rest. I, I got it. I <laughs> got it. I'm going to apply. But women tend to look at, you know, a list of 10 things. They may have nine of them and go, I don't have that 10th one. Better not apply. Wow. And, and this is, a, a, I think, an international Very, thing. Yeah. It's not just an expat thing. It's not just no. a Dutch thing. Uh I think sometimes it's harder for women to do that. And you just got to put yourself out there. You yeah. just got to ask. Yeah. 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 I definitely saw this. I didn't internalize. I didn't rationalize what you just said. So I couldn't put it in words. I just had a feeling and experience that manners would come to me with a job position. I was like, yeah, but you see, I cannot do this. Mm -hmm. I was like, just do it. You have yeah. almost all of it. There just go. go for it. That's the way but, it works. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's... Uh, but she's not alone. No, it's really a big thing for a lot of women to, to see those empty boxes where you can't put the... which you can't check. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really what it is. Super um, interesting. Yeah. Do you have any feedback? Or a topic that you would like us to discuss in a podcast episode, then find Experts in Netherlands on Instagram or send us an email at expertsinnetherlands at gmail.com. One thing I have been suggested here, and it really worked uh, in the Netherlands that I didn't know before, I would like to know from you if you, if you heard this before, if you find yourself suggesting it to experts, is the STAR methode. Yeah. And the STAR methode uh, is situation, task, action, and result. So at the beginning, they said, they, they asked me, do you apply the STAR method? And I was like, no, I don't, I, what, what does <laughs> yeah. that mean? Uh, then they got explained. Basically, when you, when you show up to a job interview and they ask you an achievement of the past, whatever, you start with a situation. Mm -hmm. For example, yes. uh, the 
the client came to the office at 5 p.m. while I was leaving. Yeah. Situation, yeah. starting point. Then you need to say, okay, task. task. What what was I supposed to do? Or what was the... What was my job? Yeah, what was my job then? And then the action, what did I actually do, do? Yeah. To, uh, to, to solve the situation or mm -hmm. to help the client or whatever? And what it was the result and how the company or the boss benefited yeah. from, the, from this action. Do you, do you find yourself suggesting this? Do you have better suggestions to, for describing what you did in the previous uh, mm -hmm. job interview? Um, I would say that 99.9% yeah, <laughs> of all Dutch HR and recruitment is trained to listen in this way. Um, and so, yes, I would definitely that kind of sequence get used to like get examples uh, of how your work life and and uh, get examples and and just use that method to describe them and add an extra r s t a r r okay this is new to me yes reflection what does it mean um so if you describe situation task action result um, all great, add an R for reflection, so a double R, to see, okay, looking back on all that, so you take a bit of distance, you look back on all that, and um, if I were to do this again, would I do it the same way, or what would I change or tweak, or, or how would my approach be next time? What did you learn? Mm. Um, so that's your reflection, so add that, add that X. Add that extra R. That's a lot of weird. <laughs> 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 now say hierarchy. Hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Good to know. For me, that that trick and now the improved version of that trick really made, made a difference. Yes. Mm. Really made a difference. Yeah. So if we want to summarize, do you have a short list of the things that I need to be careful of or that I need to pay attention mm. when applying to the Netherlands? CV. CV. Just Dutchify your CV. Two pages maximum, uh, Arial 11. Make it um, to the point, uh, show yourself in your CV, add your competencies, add your photo. You no need to add your date of birth. Build your letter of motivation using uh, why it is you want to work there, how it is you're going to make a difference and what it is you can do. LinkedIn, use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is big in the Netherlands and any recruiter um, will look at LinkedIn to check you out. Get help. If you, if you struggle, if you've been looking for work for six months, uh, just get people to help you. Um, ask people to read your CV, uh, your letter of motivation, ask them to think along with you or get professional help as in, as in from a career coach and uh, use your network. Really use your network to see if people can help you find work. Ask them what you're looking for. Be specific. I'm looking for a job in IT doing this or that. Nice. Yeah. So put yourself out there. Yeah. Well, thank you a lot for all these tips yeah. and to make it uh, really practical uh, to us, to me. I learned a lot and imagine also our listeners as yeah, well. I can speak about this for hours, hours. days. <laughs> <laughs> I all see the, the passion. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. So uh, Charlotte, Skyla, thank you a lot. Thank you. And uh, thank for you. our listeners, to the next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Hey, would you like to give us some feedback or suggestion? You can leave a comment, reach us at expertsinnetherlands.human.com or DM us on Instagram at expertsinnetherlands. See you in the next episode.